Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Listen to These Nerds. Today, we have another exciting installment of Heroes of Pacific City for you today. Playing with me tonight, we have the following, starting on my right. It is I, Yvette, playing Darren. I'm John, and I'm playing Epimethea. Uh, I'm Joey, and I'm playing Mr. Medium. My name's Chris, and I'll be playing Kari, also known as Mismatch. And I will be Harry, the DM, <laughs> God, and also occasionally Gene, a.k.a. Seishu. I will only be Harry, though, for tonight. <laughs> <laughs> After this, I'm no longer Harry. <laughs> I shed my new persona. <laughs> like oh. a butterfly from the cocoon. Yeah, we actually all use secret names in addition to our character <laughs> names. There but are so many good. levels we here. Never, we never break cover. <laughs> you really yeah. thought my real name was Harry? Fools. <laughs> Alright, so... When we last left off, you had just completely trivialized the Axe Gang, arrested a bunch of them, brought them to the police station, and then ran into the mysterious Luthor, who gave you an ultimatum to meet him at a church later this evening. What? I remember this all now. Shit. So, you guys are standing in the alley across the street from the police station. Uh, Matt, the robot that jumped out of the pod that the Axe Gang were attempting to steal... Is kind of standing there since you guys all rushed over at once. And uh, Luther has left at this point. So Matt's kind of standing on the other side of the street and he sort of goes, Is everything alright? It's fine, thank you. So guys, what are we gonna do about the, you know, robot stuff? Well, I already invited him to stay with me, so I think that's taken care of. Hmm, okay. And I know it's a bit slow-bot mumbo-jumbo, but I like it. Why not? The Luthor guy rubbed me the wrong way. Hmm. He seems like some sort of sneaky, uh, some sort of sneaky peek. <laughs> okay. Well, um, everyone... think he's sneaky, what about that weirdo, hat, cloak, Mr. Witch, Hunter... Luthor person. Yeah. I was, I was saying that about Luthor. Oh, I thought you were talking oh. about the robot. Oh, I thought you were talking about the robot. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. The robot's fine. <laughs> what do you really think? <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Yeah, I okay, don't really okay. like Luthor much either. So, if we are going to meet him at the church, we have to be careful, but are we actually going to do that? Perhaps we should adjourn to a more private location so we may speak about this in depth. That's something. Hey, Mr. Roboto, come over here. He sort of like looks at the detective that he's been talking to. The detective kind of like just shrugs and like you hear him say something about, well, we put her down with the contact information. Yeah, go ahead. We'll contact you if anything things. Oh, thank you, officer. And like he sort of like jogs back over to where you guys are. I do hope I'm not. And he sort of like comes in and sort of notices the sort of serious tone you guys have. Um, I... I hope I haven't interrupted something. Not at all. Don't worry. Do you know anything about, like, witch hunters? Like, anything like that? Mm. People named Luther? Luthor? A witch hunter named Luthor? Mm, one moment. And we like... both kind of showed up at the same time. I was wondering if there was some kind of connection. Um, so at this, like, he sort of, like, bows his head a little bit. And there's like a, a like you From what I can manage to gather based on the memory that I have cached, I have limited knowledge about a witch hunter classified about something classified as witch hunter. Um, They're pretty old. Yes, there's not much here. 
The name Luther, however, means something interesting. Um, there was one... Uh, wait, no. Sorry. Not Lex, not Lex. Yes, disregard yeah. that. It's a uh, different thing. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm trying to get used to all of this. It's rather new. Um, the thing wouldn't happen to be a... Sorry. Sorry. Not, that's not how, how I'm really talking. <laughs> hey! <laughs> Rewind. Do you perhaps know of him as a heinous criminal? Nothing in my memory indicates this. In fact, the name Luthor, other than Lex Luthor, eternal enemy of Superman, <laughs> first debuting in Superman Comics number 16. Wait, are we establishing that's a real thing in the universe? <laughs> I, I don't know if we want to establish that. Alright, alright, alright. That, that, that's, a, that's a pretty weird thing to, to <laughs> yeah. exist in, in, in an episode they think where actual superheroes exist. Yeah. Well, wait, put this way. Establishing super DC exists in a world where superheroes exist, where the government fell because of superhumans, and the entire United States is like torn up. But yeah. in the in the DC comic universe, that didn't happen. <laughs> it's a little like really weird and historically provisioned. Right, right. Uh-huh. All right. So yeah. So he sort of like does the thing again where he bows his head, and like the facial like mask that he has kind of like furrows its brow, and he's like. No, nothing's coming up. Hmm, okay. Just check it. So, um, and the detective at this point's come over and he's like, this contact number you've given me, uh, who does that route to? You and, uh, I believe last time we did this, you gave him some sort of, like, official torch hotline or something like that? Right. Where does that, like, so yeah, he's kind of, like, asking, like, who's going to pick up the phone when he calls? I thought that was the cave. Yeah, yeah. It goes but... to the red phone. You know what the red phone is? Um, doesn't that mean that we're at nuclear war? Not exactly. It just means, you know, like, you'll get in contact with their organization. Oh, it's like a group chat. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Uh, well, thank you, uh, considering that you've been put down as the only sort of relative to... Is, is it alright if I call you a robot? And, like, Nat looks at the... Not at all. Rather confused. Okay, uh, the robot said that you would act as a contact for us, as in, like, for the investigation, so we'll be trying to find you. He points to you, Derry. I'll be around. Right. Okay. Uh, now, if you'll excuse me, we have to process, like, 20 guys through booking, so if you'll excuse me. And with that, the detective heads back into the police station. Make sure you take their axes. Take all their fucking axes. <laughs> No, um, I put a Yeah, has the detective gone away? Yeah. Her? Okay, one of them hit me in the chest with it, so, you know, be careful. He, like, gives a thumbs up and, like, heads into the police station. Okay, cool. Alright, so, let's head back to the base and talk about it more there. At this, uh, I'm just going to interject for a moment, because, sure. uh, listeners at home, you may have noticed that one of our group is missing, and this is the particular scene to establish that. So, as you guys are heading back, um, you notice that the harpy, like, gets on, like, a something that she causes to check her phone, and she lets out what I can only describe as the most exasperated of sighs mm. before going, I, I have to go. What? I have to go, and I'll probably be busy for the next couple of days. Hmm. Sorry. It's... No, no. The harpy wouldn't say Oh, yeah, sorry. No, sorry. <laughs> Whatever, and flash. <laughs> there you Later. go. Later, bitches. <laughs> so, yeah, and the harpy just takes off. Yeah, harpy doesn't give a shit. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, so. Are you trying to say that the harpy flips everybody the bird? Oh, no, the pun starts. Waka waka. Man, you can't stop me. She's not here. All right, so you reconvene the base. Uh, you notice that as you do, uh, Nat is following you guys. Uh, no? Hey, buddy. I thought we were going to be back to the base. We're going to be doing some secret stuff. So you can, like, go explore the town or the city or whatever, and then you can just bring up, like, Google Maps and find my place when you get tired, okay? Um, I'm not... Just bang on the door and she pops right over. Um, we don't have a lock. We don't believe in locks. We also can't afford locks. <laughs> Google Maps? I'm unfamiliar with this. I thought you guys would have like a, you know, like a database or something. I I have memory. Do you have Wi-Fi? No, not that I can tell. Do you have one of those little thingies that you like plug into the walls to go like into the network? Hmm. Possibly. I, you know, like, sort of, like, starts scratching around, like, looking around his body, and sort of, like, at one point his head actually does, like, the full 360-degree turn to look around at his back. Not that I can see, but I don't know. I'm, I'm still getting used to this form. You have to understand, cyberspace doesn't have corporeal forms. I'm very used to walking through walls. Whoa! Can you still do that? Um, he walks up to a wall. No. Aw, oh, damn. Well, maybe, you know, like, in the future. It's uh, Nat shrugs its shoulders. Okay, here. Uh, Darian pulls out a sharpie and writes... Oh, starts to write on him, and then he goes, Oh, shit! And he, like, <laughs> wipes it off again. Sorry, you're, you're, like, sharpie washes off of, like, human skin. Yeah. It probably wouldn't wash off of you. Well, you notice that it doesn't, it definitely doesn't feel like human skin, but, like, the coating that he has that isn't around, like, the joints, but on, like, his torso and arms, does feel remarkably skin-like. It's not very Yeah. Uh, does anyone have paper? Gene, like, shuffles through his wallet, or his pockets. Ah, uh, I got nothing. Is there, like, a phone book around that I can steal? Uh, <laughs> Mr. Meany is going to walk into a, a phone booth. A, a the phone, one phone booth in the city? <laughs> yeah. And then I'm going to take a phone booth and I'm tearing it in half with my bare hands! Yeah. There you go! Fuck yeah. Did somebody ask for some paper? <laughs> because you've got a certified paper mill right here! <laughs> that yeah. must be horribly destructive for people that need yeah. to use that phone booth. Kari claps her hands. No, nobody really uses those anymore. I'll take that. Um, Wait, do people need that phone for something? Here's the address. Um, if you get lost, just ask a cop. You know what they look like. Yes, yes, the gentleman I was talking to earlier. Sure. Exactly. Or a bus driver or something, right? Right. Um, I'll... Or use this phone booth. You don't have any money. Here's some money. <laughs> he dropped like some change uh... in his hands. <laughs> It's like kind of gross. Put it in the coin slot on his forehead. <laughs> One, two, uh, three. Okay, yeah, you'll figure it out, but you can't come with us, cause business. Ah, well, that's uh, a shame. Uh, glancing at Amethia. That's a shame, but um, yes, I'll, I'll, I guess see you at this place. Yeah, yeah. You should try like bagels and uh, bubble tea if you can find any. You can't. Nobody can hear you. Oh, oh. Epimetheus is the museum. The museum. Where is that? 
It might be free this afternoon. Um, and wherever, wherever the museum is, I don't know where it's located. Yeah. You give him an address for the town. museum. I read that down. In I give him my burner phone. Okay. Oh, smart. Smart. The uh, password's muscle. All, all right. caps. Um, so that has, does that have Darian's contact information? Yep. Okay. Got oh, it. I see. My burner phone. So you notice that, like, when interacting with the phone, he picks it up, like, very easily. Like, he's clearly experienced or used smartphones at some point in his cyber life. Okay. Oh, 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 this is the internet. She pushes the internet button. Oh, yes, I, I, I've heard of this. The internet is a concept, but not... Uh, oh! Google! Ah! Now I get it. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Ah. Oh, hey there, buddy! Don't use all my data. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Medium's plan is not unlimited. <laughs> Unlike his immediate strength. <laughs> I should pitch one of the phones that Sandra gave you. Yes, it is. In fact, unlimited. No, it's one of the uh, like his old burner phones. Yeah, my old burner phone. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's one of those pays you go with exorbitant fees. <laughs> Just run to Starbucks and, like, lurk near the door, and you'll be fine. <laughs> Mr. Meme is made of muscle, not money! <laughs> Joey, you need to be frugal with your data! <laughs> this character is never going to get old. <laughs> Alright, so does, now, does Epimethia uh, give, say anything to Nat before yeah, he sets off? Uh, did Epimethia did the, the message that Epimethia suggests he goes to the museum? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it will also give exacting directions to how to get to the museum from this current location. Ah, okay. Um, yes, I think I'll start there. That's, and he holds up, like, the telephone book shard that has, like, an address hastily scrawled into it. A bit easier to follow than this. No offense. Oh, yeah, I tried. Google <laughs> the walking road. Yes, Epimethia has the power of the internet. Uh, Alright, so yeah, so at this point. It's not like Epimedia tapped into those security cameras at the museum or anything. Uh, so at this, Nat, like, basically heads off in what everyone knows is a direction for the museum. Mm-hmm. Alright, so you guys head back to the base. Uh-huh. So, for reference, um, your fight with the Axe Gang was in, like, noon ish, and Satan asked you. Sorry. Satan. Wow. L- Luther asked <laughs> wow. you to meet I him. wish, I wish we met. Satan. <laughs> <laughs> He's literally just like the devil. No, uh, Luther asked you to meet him at um, St. Augustine's Church at 8. So you have some time between then and now. Okay. So, you get back to one way or another, you all get back to the base. So guys, what do you think? Is there like some kind of anti-holy water? You know, that we could like throw on him and then he like, burn in hellfire! You're thinking of gasoline. <laughs> All right! <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah it's just a napalm. Yeah. Like, the guy that's like, oh, I'm, I'm surprised. Let's that. I'm surprised somebody told you about gasoline. Yeah, you- I've been picking up all kinds of interesting stuff here. Yeah, and Jean's like, uh, it's like, you know those, like, How It Works books? I gave her a couple of those, and she's just been tearing through them. Hmm. Well, I mean, shit. I mean, it doesn't, like, he didn't try anything. Still weirds me the fuck out. I, I'm gonna search the database, see if I can find anything on this guy. Okay. I mean, if, if he is actually, like, a magical serial killer, or a serial killer of magical things... Something will pop up. Hopefully something will pop up. Mm. Yeah, and given that you've got a magical person in your group, you know, it's good to, uh, you know, err on the side of caution. Yeah, that. well, the thing is, if he has 
there's a warrant out for him that Abigail doesn't have to do anything other than direct arrest him. Yeah. Uh, Very smart. Abigail also is going to, but well, the Abigail suit is going to replace the trident and the gloves and the shield and take out a helmet and a um, and the staff of the harpy steel. Okay. All right. So what do these do? Um, so I figured that if we, if, say, somebody was trying to stab Ari real hard, that I could be invisible, and then teleport. Oh, that's what that staff does! Oh, wow, we really off the mark. Yeah, well, it's the symbol of Hermes. Oh, right, yeah, I can remember reading about that in the museum. So, okay, yeah, that works. Um... Alright, so while you're. So is the Evamethius suit doing the search or are you doing the search? Uh, it, <laughs> yeah, I like the idea. Sorry. Can I. Can I, address for, I like the idea of the Evamethius suit opens up and she's kind of sitting there, like, on her phone and, like, <laughs> and, the, and the suit's, like, typing onto a computer. <laughs> no, the, the suit is very, very simple. I know, I know, yeah. but I like the idea. Yeah. Alright, so. Yeah, um, yeah, no, she got out, out of it and just said, um. Yeah, I. She'll do the search. All right, roll them. research. Yeah. And uh, Kari, yeah. I'll have you roll mine plus three. You got it. In order for you to kind of pick up whatever your family might have taught you about the witch hunters. Six dice. Can I use? Yeah, knowledge magic is the same amount. So. Yeah. Well, actually, if you have six dice and knowledge magic, I'd say mag- knowledge magic plus three. Okay. Wow. All right. Um. This is something that you should be fairly, that Kari would be fairly familiar with. Three sevens. Okay. I'm going to spend a willpower to see if I can match the ten. All right. I can't. Okay. Uh, I've got three sevens. Okay. So, um, since you got three sevens, you go out first. Um, everything, like, obviously there's a lot of oral passed down throughout the generation stories about things. There's a lot of oral. <laughs> God damn it. it I mean, history does have a lot of oral. <laughs> Oink. Oink. A lot of the winks. Uh, so, like, a lot of, you know, passing down stories and stuff like that. Everything that your family's told you about the witch hunter yeah. is, like, the witch hunters, is less boogeyman and more terminator. Oh. Like, they are unflinching, unmerciful killing machines, and if you see one, you run, and you don't stop running, basically. Right. So, the fact that, like, one, this guy isn't immediately trying to kill you, and two, he actually was talking to you instead of, you know, trying to kill you, sort of is weird. Like, it's creating a disconnect in your mind. So, guys, here's what I'm thinking. Um, this person, well, a lot of magic hunters are kind of black and white with how they view magic users and stuff. And the fact is, he didn't immediately try to kill me when he saw me. So, either there's something going on and he wants our help with it, or at the very least to talk with us, or he's laying some type of a trap, which means he, you know, this isn't just somebody who's going to stop hunting me, this is somebody who can think at the same time. So... Alright, and as for your, what was it, two sevens? Two sevens. Okay, um, so your research through the police database, uh, no warrants for him, unfortunately, uh, but he has been arrested in multiple areas, usually for, like, misdemeanor charges. Turns out a really tall, imposing-looking dude dressing like a pilgrim tends to get a lot of calls for mischief or, you know, suspicious individual or something like that. Most of the misdemeanor charges, he's paid bail on time, but nothing, like, solid criminal. He keeps paying in gold coins. 
Okay. Yeah. But nothing, like, no warrants out for arrest or anything like that. Just a sort of, like, hey, like, there's probably, like, you know, like, oh, called for a suspicious individual that was seen at such and such time. Police, you know, arrested him for charges of mischief, blah, blah, blah. Mm. But yeah, so other than that, um, you still have several hours before you before the meeting with Luther is supposed to take place. What do you guys do? I look for gas and like jerry cans. <laughs> Are you going to make Molotov cocktails? Yeah. Is there is there a gas station nearby? I mean, probably out of one of the secret tunnels. I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, so, um, I mean, if there's nothing super pressing, uh, Sarah's gonna be like, so I think that I probably, we probably need to have some mode of communication other than, like, that I can talk to you guys without going through the suit. Right. Because I had a lot of things to say about that robot that Epimethea shouldn't know. Huh. Wait, like what? Like the fact that we shouldn't let it back into the base because it might try to hack in. That it's probably that it might be some sort of Trojan force type deal. Uh, oh yeah, that's yeah, that would be a thing, wouldn't it? Yeah. Well, it's good we're getting it this yes. out of the way now. Wait, wait, I thought the Trojan horse was a Greek thing. <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't it be you know all... take off the belt? <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> that was. Well, I, I won't say more. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love the disconnect between the two personalities. Um, I think it would be. <laughs> I think it would be pertinent if I were to go um, watch the robot. Is he above us? Definitely, uh, we'll pull up the security camera. Um, it looks like actually, yeah, he is going through the museum, and he seems to be like. There's visible confusion on his face as he's reading through, like, the different entries that you've edited. And, like, and it's not edits, it's actual, like, sticky notes that have been stuck. <laughs> and it's not, it's not that Epimedia's edited it, it's that, it's that the curator ha- has been, like... Given up trying to clean them up? Well, no, it, it's that, that Epimedia will tell them something and they'll be like, okay, we'll write this and stick it here and that'll keep her happy. Yeah. So, like, it seems that he's, like, it very obviously looks like he's trying to take in a lot of the information, but it seems like whenever he gets the sticky notes, like, it seems like there's a disconnect between the two of them of, like, wait a minute, this doesn't match up with, like, what I know, question marks. Yeah. So, I'm, uh, there's a side entrance that leads out of a, uh, utility area. Ah, thank you. Um, I will take my leave. Thank you again. Goodbye. See you, medium. Uh, you know what? That's fine. <laughs> and he will very briskly walk. Yeah. So I was thinking that I should have like a secondary code name for like a tech expert that that you know you know the armchair person, oh, the hacker. Oh. Yeah. 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 The, the the chair. You know, like the chair guy. Yeah. Yeah. The dude who does the thing with the keyboard. Yeah. Yeah. So. And then that explains where all the cool phone stuff comes up. Mm. Oh, that makes sense. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, I was thinking about Oracle, but that sounds like it, like somebody else already That seems oddly familiar for some reason. I can't pick that. I'm know. thinking of going with Delphi. Delphi's cool, Ooh. like the the Oracle of Delphi. Who? 
It's um, it's it's Greek history. Yeah. Oh. And Wait, they, the Greeks can see the future? No. No. Probably not. Mm. But if uh, they could see the future, they would have avoided the collapse of their own civilization. Fair point. Yeah. yeah. Look, look, both of this, like, with all of this stuff, it's, it's just BS. I, I, I'm cribbing to, to make myself look cool. You're already cool. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Girl. <laughs> all right, so, um... But yeah, so... Ooh. Um, also, uh, she's gonna pull out, like, another phone and, like, press the button. It's like, okay, so I've locked out all of the special features, but we can give this to the robot. Okay. That, that way it's not gonna be eating through random life savings on its, on its shitty data plan. Out of curiosity, how far through Brandon's data has the robot got? So far, not yet, and that's only because Epimethea gave very specific instructions on how to get there. So far, he hasn't tried to locate um, Darian's house. That would eat through the data. So Brandon still has time. Let me download this 4K photo of a map <laughs> on the way there. Yeah. But yes, so far, you're good. Alright. Brand- um, Brandon is pretending to be a guy who's just walking around the museum. Yeah. So what about Luthor, then? Other than, um, has Darian come back yet with gas? Uh, how close to the gas station? Uh, relatively close? Alright, sure. I'll come back. Found some! <laughs> you holding up two, like, swishing content jerry cans full yeah. of gasoline. Yeah, who wants to get cooking? Is there a kitchen in here? Uh, yeah, like... Or a bathroom. There's a bathroom? <laughs> Something I can wash down. You know, I don't want to get gas all over your carpet. Yeah, there, there's a bathroom there. Alright! This, this punk aesthetic <laughs> is so good. Have you got some, uh, bottles? Uh, and rags? I I'll improvise. <laughs> yeah, you, you, know, you must have also bought a six pack. <laughs> <laughs> so you get one the for me, and then some pour the gasoline in one for you! One for the cause. Alright, so as for my stuff, yeah, I'm gonna spend some time getting all my spells ready. So, all right. uh, do you need to, like, do some emotion Yeah, um, charging? sure. Um, is anybody feeling particularly happy? Ooh, is Darian feeling particularly joyful as she's getting her Molotov cocktails ready? Yes. Okay, then. She's also playing very loud music in the bathroom, too. Okay. Some dead Kennedys. <laughs> so, Darian, um, could I borrow some of that? Well, um... Here, watch this. And I sort of hold up a hand to your forehead, and then just a little ball of yellow light comes out of your forehead, and I grab it then. Whoa, is that snot? <laughs> no. No. Darian pokes it. Can, can Darian actually see this? Um, sure. She yeah. doesn't have special magic abilities. You don't need magic to see this. Okay. So she pokes it. That is joy. Or specifically the emotion of ecstasy, and... Does your finger go through it? Yes. It feels... Ooh. Fuzzy Ooh. and warm, like sunlight. What if she, she, she's gonna try to like dissipate it, like um, fluff it, it away? <laughs> <laughs> it still coalesces back into a circle, but you give it a good try. So, um, yeah, um, basically, I need this to cast my spells. So, um, anyway, just a demonstration of uh, how it's possible. But thank you very much. Okay then. Hmm. All right. <laughs> <laughs> slowly turns up punk music. Slowly so closes the door. Closes the door. <laughs> so, I'm gonna let her have fun. <laughs> So yeah, my spells are charged up. Uh-huh. Alright, so uh, Gene is basically just going to head back to his place. He asked if Kari wants to stay here or come with, back with him. Um, 
I think I'll uh, stay here if that's okay. I just want to make sure I'm absolutely prepared for when we go up against Luthor or meet him. Ooh, ooh. Ditto. Besides, I'm sure my dad has something cooked up for me. Alright, All right, I'll see you guys. Uh, where should we meet up? Back here? Like, 7.30-ish? Uh, sure. I'm... I've got this thing I'm working on. Everything's, like, filling with tiny electronics. Right, okay, I'll, I'll leave you to that. And once that's ready to go, we're good? Yes! Awesome! Cool! One last thing. Darren's gonna have... Darian is going to make her Molotov cocktails. She's gonna have some leftover bottles. She's gonna be like, hmm... And so uh, she's gonna like spit some toxins into that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like... That's like a shifty eye doc thing. Like, like nobody fucking. What's gonna happen? What happens if I do this? Like mix it with a little water, shake it up. Are you gonna uh, leave the bottles unattended? No, she's gonna take it with her. Good, good. Okay. Oh, uh, we've got nothing to hide as Darian walks into the church, cleaning, cleaning, cleaning. So one of them, she'll make two types. One will be just like. The usual knockout type. The other one is going to be the pain. The pain. Type. Okay, then. Out of curiosity, is your, like, I just, this might not be something we've established yet, uh, it's just, it's pain. But is it, like, a neurotoxin pain, or is it, like, an actual attacks the skin pain? No, it's not. Okay, so, ah, I'm burning, but it's just my nerves. <laughs> I'm yeah. a deadly neurotoxin. <laughs> Alright, so, Brandon, you are watching the robot, basically. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it, Matt seems fairly benign. Does um, he leave the Greek wing and go somewhere else with less confusing post it note? Yes, he does, eventually. <laughs> and it seems that he takes a particular interest in, like, the, the not the Greek wing, but, like, the, the human history wing, like, evolution oh, and stuff the like that. history of AI and media. <laughs> Interesting. What is this Terminator thing? What's war games? <laughs> He seems to like take a particular interest in like the, the evolution stuff, and um, basically a couple minutes go by, and Station actually like comes up to or Station comes up with the robot. They chat a bit, and he hands over what looks to be one of the uh, like phones that Epimethea gave you guys, mm-hmm. and like you close enough to overhear the gist of the conversation, which is like, yeah, just use this to get in contact with one of us. Um, Are you in costume still? Yeah, like it's he's. Station. And, and you're in the middle of the museum? Yeah, we've done this before. Okay. Remember, this is how we met Epimedia, Epime- uh, how we got to Epimedia Space originally. Yeah, but there weren't any people there that time. No, there were. There were. Yeah. We went in during public hours. Oh, remember? yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot. Yeah, yeah but Epimedia took you through the giant glowing arch club. Yes. This you time. You can do the giant glowing arch if you want. Yeah, a Gene would do that. So he comes through the giant glowing arch. But yeah. Stay like, in school, kids! And like, um,. He basically, like, uh, like just asks, so you won't need that other phone anymore, and, like, Nat hands over the other phone. He, like, opens a compartment on, like, the side of his chest, and, like, just pulls it out like there's a pocket, and hands it back to him. And, like, Station will just leave, and, like, basically just non-existently recognize you since you're out of costume. And he will then just leave. He gives you the nod. Give him the head nod. Yeah. 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 Alright, so, um, yeah. Um, at this point, you basically just continue watching him, and he more or less takes his time going through the museum. He really, like, digs most of the exhibits, and it's clear that he's got this sense of, like, childlike wonder in his mind. But after, once he's gone... The museum is surprisingly well-funded. Yes. (laughs) It's almost like it's got gold or something. And, um, after a while, like, he eventually pulls up the phone, and, like, you see him punching something in... And then reorient himself, and then trying to like follow a route, and then he leaves the museum. 
Uh-huh. Yes, FYI, the, the, the phone also has like a tracker on it, so we can follow them. Yep. Well, actually, right all the phones have trackers on them. Yes, you just haven't told us that yet. Well, I mean, it's for emergencies and stuff. Right, right. Alright, so yeah. So, um, yeah, does anybody do anything in the interim time between now and when Luther shows up? I'm um, immediately building earpieces for everyone. Ah. I'm following the robot stuff. Alright, so. You follow the robot, uh, it eventually takes you to, like, a fairly sketchy part of the neighborhood, and he, like, goes down to, like, a basement suite somewhere, knocks on the door, and there's, like, an opening, it's like, Hey! Who are you? And, like, there's a conversation between Nat and this guy named Leo, and, like, Leo's fairly welcoming, like, um, he just says, like, yes, Darian's, and he's like, oh, you're one of Darian's friends! Come on in! I, I'm pretty sure that is how I did the voice. Yeah. So good job. And then, so yeah, the, the door shuts. He was high on helium. Oh yeah, he was high on helium. <laughs> he's, he's still high. He's still high, yeah. Those tanks are pretty big. <laughs> so yeah, um, yeah, then like the door shuts and you obviously... I saw from a kid's birthday party! <laughs> but yeah, so... We'll never hear Leo's normal voice. <laughs> it's too deep. If he like talks normally, it shatters windows around him. But yeah, so what do you do after following the robot? It's about, I'd say for you now, it's about like halfway between when you meet Luther and uh, the other, and like when you left. Hmm. Well, once I figure out that, well, once I determine that he's gone to the right place, yeah. he's okay, um, I will go. Hmm. I'm going to go back to the church before everyone shows up. All right. Um,. Are you scoping out the inside, the outside? I'm actually just going to go inside of it. Okay. So, St. Augustine's Church is kind of a nail building. There's, like, a lot of apartments and sort of high-rises around it. And then just in this almost, like, dead center between the two, there's this tiny sort of, like, you'd say probably pretty old church that's about the size of, like, a small trailer or something. And um, it's just basically, like, very plain, very... It's fairly obvious, like, it's a Protestant church, just from, like, the signage and stuff like that. And um, so you head inside. Going inside, there's nice sort of gothic arches, a very plain wooden altar with a single crucifix at the end, rows of pews. Very, like, very Protestant, very plain. And... Um, so yeah, and as you're sort of walking in, uh, an older gentleman uh, sort of notices you and sort of moves over to you and says, Ah, uh, how may I help you? Oh, um, hello. I'm simply here for a um, an observance of uh, the Lord. Ah, yes, yes, of course. I, I haven't seen you in my congregation before. Pastor Morris, I, I run the church here. Oh, uh, pleasure. I'm Brandon. Ah, yes, Brandon. Well, so saith those that go with the Lord. Please take your time. Feel free to pray if you need to. God does give good strength. I will uh, partake of um, courtesy. Thank you. And um, if you need anything, uh, oh, there's a volunteer. Luther! And at this, um, Luther steps out. He's not wearing the cloak anymore. He's wearing like almost like a, a nice suit almost. It's very similar to what uh, Pastor Morris is wearing. If you need anything, I'm not around. Feel free to ask me. And Luther's still fairly imposing, less so with a wide brimmed hat, but, you know, he's still fairly leathery looking. Then he's like, if you need anything, please let me know. 
And to that, he sort of goes about his duties. He tidies the altar. He makes sure the Bibles and pews are all sort of set about. He goes, and you hear, like, muffled conversation with Pastor Morris in the other room, stuff like that. But yeah, it looks like he's just helping around the church. All right. Um, I'm going to look for all the exits and entrances. All right, so there's the main entrance that you came through. Um, actually, I'm going to say roll a perception roll to kind of figure that out. Okay. I'll use my solid, I'll use my amazing perception. My amazing perception of, actually, four, four dice is terrible. Two fours. Okay. So you notice, coming into the church, that, like, there's obviously the front entrance with these big wooden old doors. Um, there's only, like, a single bar lock on them for keeping them shut. It doesn't look like it would take much to break down, but the doors are still pretty damn heavy. You see that there's, like, a fire exit over to the right, uh, obviously from, like, the little exit side, but that's more or less all that you can see. You'd have to start, like, actually looking around if you wanted to find anything else. Okay. Yeah, I'm not going to go back to, like, the, the, whatever, the rectory or whatever. Yeah. But, um, yeah. All right. Uh, I start, like, checking under pews for, like, weapons and stuff. Like, okay. Like, so what I'll do is I'll sit down in a, in, in a set of pews, um, pretend to drop something, and then look underneath. See if there's, like, weapons or shit hidden under there. All right. Well, you start, um, so do you do this, like, multiple times, or is it just, no, like... No, I'm going to do it, like, once for each aisle. Okay. So, so the first one, I'm going to go... Pick up one of the Bibles, read it, read it, um, slide it in. But most of the, most if most pews don't really have like a bottom, like there's usually like a bar and then like maybe a flat thing. Yeah. So I'm gonna push it so that the Bible falls out the bottom. Okay. And then I'm going to reach down to grab it and look, and then I pick it back up and put it back on the thing. Okay. So as you're so now, give me the scrutiny check. Mm-hmm. You're actually looking very astutely for something, and I'm actually going to roll. Uh, just checking. We're doing two uh, character points per perception. So I got be, nothing. So this is so we've done seven sessions. So this would be, um, we'd have four points there. Yeah. yeah. So uh, we should be at two sixty-four maximum. Yes. Okay. So you got nothing. I got nothing. All right. So you spend like a particularly long time searching under it, and as you come up, um, like, you meet Luther's gaze, who seems to have been, like, sweeping, one of, like, has been moving through the aisles and, like, picking and sweeping stuff. Says, uh, have you dropped something? Uh, apologies. I dropped one of my contact lenses. Ah! But I I found it. It's fine. Hmm. Yes. That is quite good. It is, although it is good to be in the presence of the Lord, my strain is quite, uh, unruly. Yes, it seems the, the text in the Bible that my parish are um, much larger. Ooh. Yes! Wait, should I roll live? Yeah, roll live. <laughs> I mean, like, why would you suspect, like... Mm, ah, good point. Yeah, like, they're, like, literally, he acts nothing like Mr. Medium. Yeah, that's true. Mr. Medium wears a, like, a... I got, two, I got two nights. Wait, no, there is a reason for that, but that'll come up later. Yes. I got, I got two nines. Two nines. Okay. So I'll hold for that. Yeah, he's using magic. Mm. Ah, yes. I'm sorry. We unfortunately lost most of the large prints uh, in the, in the uh, proceedings. Most of them, unfortunately, have been uh, 
unfortunately taken by less faithful members of our parish. Though we are hoping, we are hoping that through the soul of Vida, that they will be brought back to us. Well, you said um, uh, something about weeping? Is, this, is oh, there an issue with the church? No, well, something doesn't matter. You've noticed the large high-rises that have been I haven't been at this parish for long, but from what Father Morris has told me, they have been rather insistent upon granting the land that this church sits upon. We've been forced to move things in the interim in the event that certain legal cases had not fallen in our favor. Thank the Lord for that. And he makes the sign of the cross. Um, yeah, I'll respond with the, the same. Um, oh. I think, I don't think do Protestants make the sign of the cross. They still do. Father, son, not... Like, just randomly. Like, I don't know. I know Catholic It depends, on, it depends on the denomination. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this is a neo-Catholic Protestantism. <laughs> we will now begin the hour-long section about uh, the Council of Nicaea. <laughs> well, let, let's be honest. We're, we're talking about religion in a world where superhumans exist. There's a lot of other stuff that could have happened to religion along the way. Yes, there's some. Yeah, Jesus obviously has superpowers. <laughs> I bet that's like a common like debate. <laughs> yeah, it's a conspiracy. <laughs> that's like that's actually like another really large branch of the church. It's like no, Jesus was a, was a metahuman. Therefore, we should all worship metahumans. No, if anything, that proves his man, that he is mostly man and not spirit. Thus, the Trinity of the Cross is not. Well, we'll not get into that. Yeah. Disclaimer <laughs> so, uh, for everyone listening: we know nothing about religion. <laughs> all right. So, I know yes. something about religion. So <laughs> Yvette, may, Yvette knows something about religion. What? What that is? I may have. I may have studied religion at some point in my life. All right. So. Uh, so all of us can. Are allowed to make mistakes except Yvette. Any anything, anytime Yvette makes a mistake about religion, make sure to call her out on it. How much you gotta do that? Yvette is obviously the only favorite person. Yeah, I mean, oh, she, yeah. yeah, she's the favorite, but. Alright. Hmm. I'm sorry. Forgive me. Um, I don't think we've been introduced. I know you met Father Morris. Uh, I'm Luther. Ah, Brandon, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, too. But, again, please, if there's anything that you need, feel free. And he sort of continues moving down the aisle, sweeping his Alright, um, I'm going to sit there for a bit, close my eyes, pray, not actually, no, um, but... Think about it. Think about sick wrestling suplex. <laughs> yeah, and then, and then I flip that guy to his head, that was awesome. <laughs> I, start, I start, like, nodding, like, yeah, but then I realize that I catch myself. I'm just imagining all those drawings from that other day. <laughs> yeah. Alright. Yeah, and then after that, I will get up, and I will... Alright, yep. Yeah. Um, as you're leaving, like, Luther stops and's like, God be with thee! Uh, yes, you as well. May the force be with you, and also with you. <laughs> it's not Protestant, that's Catholic, moving on. Hey everyone, thanks for listening. You can find us on Tumblr at listentothesenerds.tumblr.com or on Twitter at LTTNCast. All our music is sourced from Incompetech.com and is licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. You can email us at listen to these nerds at gmail.com.